Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Well, Mike, we're going to have a great show today. We've got some key players at Murray County Public Schools in the room. We have Miss Lisa Ventura, superintendent of Murray County Public Schools. Welcome, Lisa. Good morning. Thank you. And with Lisa, I have Mr. Eric Perriman, the superintendent, assistant superintendent of operations. Welcome, Eric. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Does this mean I have to behave this morning? You should be. Okay. Hey, yeah. All right. I think I need to. <laughs> we'll put it, you in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> so um, for people, Lisa, you've been on the show before when you were with SPED, Special yes. Education, and you did such a great job. I got calls from East Tennessee listening to the podcast telling me, who was that lady? I would love hearing about that. I learned so much. That was a great show, by the way. Thank you. Um, but Glad for to be back. For people that haven't heard you before, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll start asking some questions and cover some topics. All righty. Well, I am a teacher by trade. Uh, I am a teacher by heart. Um, uh, Graduated with an education degree in biology and chemistry and multiple science. Uh, Started at the high school level uh, and then um, moved to Tennessee and uh, went over to what some people call the dark side of special education. Uh, Just fell in love with uh, with a population and and went back and got uh, my master's degree in special education uh, and spent the better part of my career um, really advocating for and providing services for uh, students with special needs. Uh, when I got to Murray County, um, I was also given the um, English language learner population and, uh, again, fell in love with a population that I um, knew existed but did not know the depth and diversity, especially here in Murray County. And as we continue to grow, that diversity continues to grow. Um, and then um, uh, took a little detour, went to the State Department of Education for a little while, came back. Um, so um, worked in, mostly in finance uh, with special education and special pops uh, at the State Department. Um, so um, my background is uh, somewhat diverse as far as um, teaching a core content subject as well as uh, special education uh, and then delving into the ELL world. Um, and then just recently, surprise, um, was uh, humbled and honored to, um, you know, become the interim superintendent. And then apparently uh, someone liked what they saw and uh, got myself a little comfortable in that job and now have been named permanent. So could not be more excited about that. Uh, could not be more excited about the opportunities that I think um, – you know, Murray County just stands on the precipice of, of a lot of different things, uh, the diversity, the growth, um, economic up, upturn. Um, you know, we have a vibrant square. Um, so it's just a really exciting time to be in Murray County. It sure is. It sure is. Um, you know, you touched on being a teacher at heart, and, and I think that's really important to the people that you're leading now, that they know that that's where your heart has been and and will always be. And I think it's important for the community to understand that, too, because you can be a leader and you can be a superintendent, but then when you talk about what's at your heart, if it's teaching, that's huge. That's going to be huge to the Absolutely. people, the, the parents, the, the teachers out there. Uh, daily working hard to make sure that our students are educated. 
Um, so hats off to you for saying that and for being that and, and for accepting the job of superintendent of Murray County Public Schools. So we're going to talk a little bit more about some headline news, but I wanted to give Eric an opportunity. Eric is no stranger to the Big Yellow School Bus. Welcome back, Eric. Good morning, Jack. You drive this bus? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he has drove this bus. Um, you know, or he's in charge of the guys to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Fueled it up anyway. He, um, Eric has been uh, so helpful to me over the past year or two that um, when I get in a bind and somebody has to cancel, I'll go around the office and say, hey, Jonathan, hey, Chris, hey, Eric. And Eric will say, hey, yeah, I'm going to help you out. So, John, Eric, would you, um, for people that haven't heard John already, would you give tell a little bit about yourself? Uh, a quick rundown. Um, I started too as a as a secondary teacher. I'm a history teacher by trade, history and geography. Um, state saw fit to uh, kill geography as a subject, so I guess I'm just a history teacher by trade now. Um, but I um, I kind of crossed over to the true dark side unintentionally. I, my plan was to be a uh, a high school teacher. And I got placed out at E.A. Cox to do student teaching. And I will always say that middle school stole my heart. It kind of did. It was it was where I needed to be. I didn't think that. I uh, questioned it at times, but it was where I needed to be. Spent 10 years as a teacher there and then spent seven years uh, – no, spent seven years as a teacher there and then 10 years as an administrator at E.A. Cox before leaving to go to transportation. Did transportation and safety for four years. And for the last three, completing right now my third year as assistant superintendent over operations, which you know encompasses everything that's not teaching. Oh, my gosh, yes. It is such a big department. I mean, I could go, it's technology, it's transportation, it's food service, it's, I mean, the list just goes on and on. And it's quite amazing that when I look at how much stuff that you have to manage and and take care of on a daily basis, um, that's a lot of work. Yeah, our goal on our side is just to kind of make life easy on, on Miss Ventura and the folks at the schools to take everything off the plate that they don't have to worry about so that they only have to focus on kids so that they can focus on the teachers, making sure they have what they need, and, and then let the day-to-day work on our end. And that's really our goal. I've told you before, our goal is to be invisible, mm-hmm. excuse me, invisible, Yep. Uh, and to um, to just let the world flow through them and make really what's important be the kids and the teachers. I think that uh, the fact that you were a history teacher and geography teacher helps in, like, in that transportation world because the geography, when you look at the size of Murray County, we service and send, and we service a lot of buses and we send or take to and from school a lot of students. Give me real quick that number. I know you know that off the top of your head. How many buses do we have? We run. We have 150. We run 130 daily, and we have about 11,000 riders daily. 11,000 riders a day. It's wow. about 5,000 in the morning, about 6,000 in the afternoons. Wow, that's pretty amazing. That's moving a lot of students. Yeah, if you, if you can in field trips and ball trips and everything, we ran almost 2 million miles this year. Just two million. Just two million. Wow, <laughs> I, I think that maybe some people are happy at summertime and they get a little correct, break to go correct. to the beach and but hang we're, out. But we're doing summer school; they won't let us stop. Oh, the that's true. Right. Let us stop. Yeah, <laughs> we have star camps and um, the summer Credit camp recovery, and yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah, many my neighbor still just going mentioned on. that he said he goes, yeah. A lot of times I get the summer off. He says I'm driving again this summer. So right. yes, we're keeping and, the uh, roads hot. All year long. Yeah, and these are important programs. We had, in fact, we just talked about that last week on the Big Yellow School Bus. We had our um, our school counselors in here, and we talked about summer camps and the different things happening this summer. Um, So they are very important to continue the education and make sure that these students are prepared for their next school year. So today is 
middle of the week in uh, the last week of May, and we recently heard some devastating and tragic news come out of uh, Uvalde, Texas, about an elementary school. And I'm going to ask you both something. Um, Lisa, let me first ask you, uh, what, what would you like to say about the tragedy and, and that happened in Uvalde? I, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, you know, because we are in education. And, and to think that all those people and all those teachers and all those administrators, I've seen the superintendent on the news this morning. I, I almost cried. Lisa? Absolutely. I, I mean, I think um, as a nation, we weep whenever... A, a tragedy of that scale occurs on our soil. Um, obviously, our, our hearts and, and, and prayers and, and well wishes uh, go to those families. There is no consolation for the grief that that community feels, and there's really no consolation for what the nation feels right now. Um, it, it is it is just something you never want to um, accept as a reality. But unfortunately, um, I think Mr. Perryman and I are keenly aware that that is our reality and that we have to strive to um, just always be on the ready. Um, I think nationally, we, we all struggle with how do we keep our children safe in any situation. But um, in education, our goal is to send every child home safely every single day, um, every staff member, every employee has the right to safety. And, and we work really, really hard at that. And, and I will give a lot of credit to um, Mr. Perryman and his, and his team. Um, he has a school safety team. And, and we are constantly looking at how we can stay safe. Um, but it is um, just obviously, uh, there are no words to express our sorrow and, and our grief, just as I said, as a, as a nation and, and people in education. Yeah, well said. Um, Mr. Perriman, I know that people are asking me, and I'm sure they're asking you, how could somebody get into a school? What are our safety protocols in our schools? I know we have very strict protocols. And for our listening audience, would you share what those protocols are? I'll, I'll share some. Okay. I, don't, I don't want to give it all away. All right. Um, all right. Sounds let, good. Let me first say, this is, this is everyone's worst fear. Yeah. Uh, we start our day every day. I think most of us do. I know I do. Just Just asking can everyone get through the day today and be safe? Uh, someone said a long time ago, Miss Mary Ruth Campbell said a long time ago when I was a very young teacher, and it rings true in my mind every day, we can go to school and absolutely no one learn anything in Murray County schools. But if they all make it home safely, everybody says it was a good day. But we could go to school the next day and learn more than we've ever learned in Murray County schools in a single day. But if one child gets hurt, injured, or God forbid doesn't make it home, then it's a day that we will always remember and will always hold as one of our that's worst true. days ever. And, th and that's really where we are. Um, we have, we've, over the last seven, eight years, spent an absorbent amount of money um, on our buildings. It started, it started actually prior to that. We've, we've built new entrances. We've, in some cases, built all new offices. We have, for lack of a better term, um, a catch pen at the front of each building to where we can control who goes out into our building. That's an access control once you're in. We access control all of our doors to get in and out of the building. Um, the challenge always is the human element of it. it. We can put as many locks on doors and as many card readers as we have to have, but we always have, we have, you know, any, any given day, we have about 17,000 people in and out of our buildings. 
and someone opens a door or someone props a door or something like that. That's always our challenge. But we've done everything we can um, to this point through hardware, through software, through cameras. There, there are very few places in our buildings now that you can exist without being on a camera mm-hmm. outside of restrooms. Um, and so we track people. We have, we have software that can track you through our buildings. I can actually pull up Jack Cobb and tell everywhere he's been in the last 30 days in Murray County School. There you go. Uh, and so we're, we're doing lots of things that we talk about, but we're also doing lots of things that we don't talk about, that, that we work with our SROs, that we work with the Sheriff's Department. We have a great relationship with them. We're lucky to have 26 SROs for 23 schools. And some folks will say that's overkill, and it's honestly not enough. You know, we, we've done things. We've we've gone the last couple of years as far as we, we own our own dogs now to search schools. They can search for, for multiple types of things in our buildings. And so we do everything we can to keep our kids safe, to make sure that they're home. We do it on buses as well. We have protocols. We train folks daily, and we remind folks. But sometimes these things, and I'm not sure what happened in Uvalde, you just never know. It could be human element. It could be lots of factors. But we try to be prepared for everything that could come up, whether it be a that type of incident, Jack, or whether it be an accident or whether it be a, a natural a tornado or right. anything, we, we're constantly looking at how to keep our children safe. Obviously, thank you, Eric. Um, and, and I think that reassures to some parents that are listening that, you know, we are cognizant. We are looking at these things. You know, Texas incident saddens us and our prayers go out to the families, uh, faculty and staff, the first responders in the community at whole uh, over this tragedy. So, um that's all I really want. I wanted to touch on the, the the current news, Lisa, and and I and I try to keep the show upbeat. So let's shift gears a little bit. Let's get into third gear on the bus here, and let's talk a little bit about something that exciting that just happened recently called Strive to Drive. Um, yes, what a great event we had on Saturday. Oh my, I had never experienced the live event because when I hired in, pandemic hit, and so we did virtual events, which was kind of yes. cool. But I mean. You had so many minutes to call in, so anybody could be anywhere and call in at work or whatever. Um, but the live event was it was, it was electric kind of absolutely. A the energy is amazing, yeah. and and I mean literally, um, you know that the Dodge Chrysler dealership is giving away a a car, and it is not not the cheapest car on the lot. Um, and they also ensure that sales tax is paid. the The driver has insurance, so. Literally, one of our graduates walks away free and clear with a brand new car. There are no strings attached, which which I find amazing and wonderful. And and Mr. Collier has has literally thought of everything to ensure that when we hand over the keys to that car, that student, and I almost said a child, um, but that 18-year-old student is walking away free and clear with a brand new car to get started with their adult life. And, and that's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Eddie Collier and his staff, they just really uh, put the bar up there high to say, we support education, we support good grades, we support going to school, we support planning for your future. Um, Strive to Drive is, is, is just phenomenal. And this was the ninth year of Strive to Drive. I think Eddie corrected us. We thought it was the eighth year. Correct. But it was the ninth year. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's right at... I mean, it's almost a half a million dollars that they have given away in cars. Because, like I said, it's not the cheapest car. I mean, if if anybody sees that that uh, 
Dodge Compass driving around right now, or Jeep, Jeep Compass, Jeep Compass, Jeep Compass. Uh, driving around right now. And I'm a Jeep driver. I should know that. But uh, just another little plug there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if anybody sees that Jeep Compass, I mean, it is it is a loaded vehicle. It is leather. It is. I mean, the interior is is it's a, it's a sharp car. You know, and and Eric said something about if I wanted or not because I got to drive it um, the weeks of graduate two weeks of graduation to take to the seniors and show to the parents and everybody, this is the car that one of these seniors are going to win. Yes. And you're right. Leather interior, lane departure safety features, um, adaptive cruise control, so many cool features on it. I was like, you know, I drive an old truck, and I'm like, right. man, my truck would be nice with all this stuff Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. They spare no expense, and actually, uh, you know, the students pick out, they, they um, the dealership gives them a menu, if, they, if you will, of what um, vehicle that they're going to give away. So there is a contest at the beginning of the year, which I know you know about, but for yeah. listeners out there, there is a contest at the beginning of the year where they actually the students pick out the car um, that will be given away, which I think is another um, piece of the puzzle that a lot of people don't know. Yeah, um, I think that is extremely important to to let people know about. We actually went to the dealer for the dealership, and I went to the schools, and we had printouts of three vehicles, and check marks said, "You pick." Yes, you as students they pick. Vote. We will tally up your votes. And the votes that the most car that gets the most votes is the car that will be given away, and they chose a 2022 Jeep Compass. They didn't know it was going to be loaded with leather right, and all that right. fun stuff and really sharp. And the wrap, oh, the wrap yeah. was beautiful. This this was the best year for the wrap. In fact, you, you said no strings attached. There's only one string that I heard about, and he said I'm going to ask you to leave the wrap on until August. Correct. And he says after that, that's right. It's up to They'll you. They'll remove the wrap. Uh, yes. Well. At, on you know on request, right. they, he said a couple of the drivers yep, that have one yes. are still still have exactly. the wrap on and are proud to yes. drive it around town and and, yes. and let you know let everybody know hey I won this there I was you know, given this situation so yes. yeah um, the young lady from Hampshire Unit yeah. School that won last year she goes to Columbia State Community College she parks it out by the highway by the road every day and walks up to the college so she people can see this car and the wrap that's on it. She's chose to leave it on it. Um, great job. And the winner this year was from Kalioka Unit School. Her Lisa, name was Mallory McKenzie. Um, I'm sorry. McKinney. Mallory McKinney. Didn't Mallory. put my glasses on. I'm sorry. Mallory McKinney. And uh, I, I got to shake her hand on Friday night as she walked across the stage as a graduate and then got to hug her Saturday as I handed her the keys. So it was a pretty exciting weekend for myself as well. <laughs> yeah, it was so exciting. Mike um, and I um, were there live with the Big, big Yellow School Bus on 101.7. Um, I had to double duty a couple things, so I shot some live video for us. So we had that. And Mike and Delk Kennedy filled in. Delk Kennedy was the substitute bus driver while I was playing with the video camera. Um, it was a great day. Yes. It was a and lot of fun. And the, the story is that Mallory's dad told her the day before, you're going to strive to drive because you're going to win that car. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to play the lottery with her daddy. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not only did Mallory, you know, Mallory came out as the big winner, obviously, Absolutely. and stuff like that. But we also had several teachers that won uh, significant prizes. Absolutely. The and, community uh, comes together and, 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 and donates. And there were several uh, uh, gift cards and stuff yes. given away. Yes. A laptop computer from, from the, the, computer the SROs. From the SROs. And, yes. And laptops. Like so, $200 gift cards. Um, I mean, not, uh, you know, we're talking large prizes. Right. They, they weren't 
community. Just, you know, yes. They weren't just little penny thing, things and stuff. That's right. So. Before we go to break, even Mule House tickets were given away. Yeah. Absolutely. For concert events. And yes. I think Lisa and somebody else on stage were going, hey, how do I win those? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. But it, anyway, we, we ready for a break? Yes, sir, we are. All right. I'm told we got to go to break and let her get a few words from our sponsors. So we'll be back with the Big Yellow School Bus after these words from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. 
People often ask about the initials after mine and Monty's names. Those initials are CFP, Certified Financial Planner. As a CFP, we will do our best to help you in the attainment of your financial goals while protecting those assets with proper insurance coverage. We encourage the team approach of holistic financial planning by working alongside your CPA and attorney. This is Gay Pike with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Let's make a plan. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside-of-the-box 80s, 90s, and 2000s tribute band. See them in Columbia on June 18th at Antrim on Pulaski Pike. Gates open at 5 p.m., showtime at 7 p.m. Tickets are $40 and can be purchased at Eventbrite or at the gate. Food trucks and beverage tent on site. Proceeds benefit projects of the Columbia Noon Rotary Club. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. What a great first segment. If you haven't uh, been with us yet, um, we have Miss Lisa Ventura, Superintendent of Schools, and Mr. Eric Perriman, Assistant Superintendent of Operations, on the show today. Thank you for being here, y'all. Um, we covered the Strive to Drive, which was such a great event, and we paid our respects about what happened in Texas. I'd like to talk about you getting this job, Miss 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 Ventura, and you know, what a wild you, ride. T- you touched a little bit a little bit about when you introduced yourself. You said you know you you accepted the interim superintendent, and now you became the permanent superintendent. Um, well, for the next four years at least, and. What does that mean to you? I mean, it's got to be an exciting and humbling feeling to know that so many school board members unanimously voted you in, and the community at large was talking vocally, I mean, very loud, how much they wanted you. And even though there was a superintendent search going on, people were saying it out loud. So yes, Jack, to say, to say that, that that's a lot of weight on my shoulders, uh, but I accept <laughs> that willingly and, and, and again, humbly and, and as humbly as, as I can be at this moment. Um, but um, yes, it was, it was a wild ride. Um, I, I don't want to make it sound like it was a decision that I took lightly. Um, it was when I, when I took the interim, I can honestly say I really thought I was um, I was the the full intention of the board as well as myself was um, to for me to be interim and and to um, just carry us through until we could find um, a new superintendent. Um, the The surprise uh, ending, if you will, was that um, it turned out to be me. And and, and again, I could not be uh, more humbled and honored. Um, I think what really happened was. When we started taking, and I say we because uh, the board and I um, have, have really strived to work really well together and to really look at um, some of the warts of our district as well as just some of the wonderful things that are happening in our district. Um, so we really thought about um, what the public was saying, 
Um, again, I, I think um, I am a teacher at heart. When people ask me what I do for a living, I never say I'm the director of special pops or the superintendent. You know, I'm a teacher, and, and that's what I do, and that that's my heart. Um, and and I think that that was um, really what was needed. Um, I think we struggled through um, really putting together a salary, a competitive salary package, um, as well as just knowing. Um, where we want to move this district. We have a lot of big rocks. I, I've said that publicly. We have a lot of big rocks that we need to move. Um, but we also have such great roots and, and, and such strong um, current staff and, um, you know, employees at every level, whether you're looking at, at the, you know, as Eric has said, the invisible operations department that is our backbone and our skeleton, or whether you're looking at our, our principals or, um, you know, our teachers and, and our support staff. So I think um, that journey just led us to, listen, we're already building. We don't want to knock down what we've built, even though we just started building in March, um, and, and just really exciting to move forward. Um I think what I bring to the table, uh, you know, is that um, is the heart of a teacher, but the knowledge of where we've been the last nine years, because I have been with Murray County, this this is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be starting my 10th year. Um, so, and the struggles that we've seen when you bring somebody in that is new, um, not that they did bad jobs, they did fantastic jobs. Um, but it, that learning curve just has to be sharper because our kids are depending on us to make huge gains very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of have a, have a, you know, have that rear view mirror of where we've been. And I have um, some thoughts of how we can move forward. Um, and luckily for me, the board saw that vision. Um, the community at large saw that vision and said, hey, we're going to give this a try. Um, and, and that's what it's really about. We need vision in Murray County right now. Our growth is unprecedented. Um, and I say that as we as we look at Williamson and Rutherford, who have also gone through this growth. But um, for Murray County, it is huge. Again, the diversity. Um, and... Um, being in special education and and running a twenty two million dollar budget um, and having to watch every penny, I think my my budget sense um, carried us through a little bit. We're not there yet. We're, we're not a hundred percent at budget uh, finalization, but we're really close, and we're closer than we've ever been at this point um, in, in the in the year. So that's exciting. Um, but like I said, there there are challenges and there are a lot of things I don't know. And I'll be the first to admit, I don't know. Um, but I have some really great people around me. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you work for me and, and Mr. Perryman work for me. And I'm very excited about that cause, because I do have great people around me. That's awesome things to say. Um, you know, it takes... As as the Okase says, it takes uh, um, a team teamwork to make the dream work. Yes. And in, in Murray County Public Schools, you know, you at being the superintendent and Eric, the assistant, and Mr. Gaines, who is, by the way, retiring soon. Yes, um, yes, he is. We hope to get him on the big yellow school bus before he leaves us. Um, he's been instrumental in education for so many years. We'd love to have him on the show before he leaves. So if you're listening, Scott... We really would like to have Colonel Gaines on the show one more time on the Big Yellow School Bus before you retire. Um, you know, you said things about it, the diversity and the growth, and, and the growth is, is phenomenal right now. And I talked to my counterparts on the same jobs in Rutherford County and Williamson County 
Um, we have a, a group called the National School of Public Relations Association, and we have a Tennessee chapter. Um, I'll actually be serving as vice president on that soon. And we, we, we're able to leverage each other's skills. And I've, I've talked to them quite a bit about their growth. And, you know, they were building, Eric, you can probably chime in on this. I think Rutherford was building three or four schools a year. I think they're delivering two right now every year. Yeah, two a year. Every year, yes. So that's that's unbelievable. And right now, we we are, and I was going to transition into talking about what's going on this summer. Um, and please both chime in. We are getting ready to build the Battle Creek High School, right? We are working on it. Yeah, yeah. And have we did the shovel, the break ground thing yet? We have not. My hope is that we will do that prior to the start of the upcoming school year. So, okay. So over the summer, we're hoping that we're in the field and you've got your camera and maybe the school bus is out there. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, um, I like that. But I think we're going to be up there. Um, we're working towards that. We're still working through architects and through pricing and all that type of thing. But it has been um, a, an eventful ride to, to build a school. This would be our, our largest school capacity-wise. And so to to really work through the design of that and to work with folks across the district, um, all the way back to when Ms. Ventura was in Special Pops through all of our super, uh, supervisors down to librarians and coaches, we've pulled people from every school and said, what do you think about this? How would this work? And we're close. We've got a – you've seen the images of it. I have. It's and exciting. It, it is exciting. And I think I think once it gets going, um, we'll, we'll see a new standard in some direction uh, for, for our are, school. Are we going to end up in that that growth rate where we're going to be building one or two a year? You know, what what I've kind of spoken to the board about and to and, the commission yes. about is right now I think if, if you go back to the early 2000s, we delivered uh, Randolph Howe and, and Mount Pleasant Middle and I think in 01, 02, somewhere through there. We didn't do another building until Marvin Wright in 05, 06. Then Spring Hill, High, or Spring Hill Middle was in 10. Battle Creeks were in 15, so about a five-year pattern is what we were in. Okay. And really what we see is, is we've got to move into, for the short term, maybe maybe after 24, delivering a school every year for three or four years, but then probably set, settling into a, an every two-year pattern. Uh, but it all depends on, on what comes and how quickly it builds out and those types of things. But right now, our plan is to open this high school in 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been working with the school board and with the commission on on funding for an for an elementary school that would serve Columbia, and our goal would be that sometime between twenty four and twenty five we could open that too. So we're we're setting ourselves up for that pattern of growth where it, it's rapidly increasing. That's so exciting, isn't it, Lisa? It's very exciting, and and just for the Cullioca people out there, we have not forgotten you. No, they're on they're they're, they're on, on there. the list. They're on there. Um, they they come very quickly after the. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Perryman, but they come very quickly after the uh, Columbia Elementary School. Um, and, and Is that so, adding a, another elementary out yeah. there also? Right now. Every, our, everything's in talks. Yeah, everything <laughs> right now. And, of course, this changes. You know, the, And we talked to the board last yep. week. You were there. Yeah, and the board meetings are televised, where this so, is, I mean, you yes. can watch them online. Yeah, and we're updating them at least twice a year, and then we work through the fall heavily with them on, on retreats and different types of things, but... Right now, our plan would be this Northside Elementary School remodel uh, the, the current Spring Hill High School, which would stay a high school, which we're going to have to have. An elementary school, another one in the City of Columbia, and then an elementary school in Cullioca. And then uh, right now, expansion of Mount Pleasant Elementary School. And if you were there last week when we gave them the update, we said we may have to kind of change our plans on that last mm-hmm. one a little yes. bit because it may have to be more than just an expansion. So. 
we're working through that, and it's a it's an everyday uh, conversation. You know, uh, the, the 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 needle changes uh, as uh, different. Uh, developments are approved as rooftops are built. Um, and, and of course, you know, the, the job that Mr. Perryman has uh, is, is not only just looking at the number of rooftops, but what is underneath that rooftop. You know, is it a, is it a four bedroom, three bath, or is it a townhouse, or is it a, a retirement type community? So keeping up with all of that uh, is daunting. It's exciting. Um, it's fun in some ways until you think, Oh my gosh, we're at capacity at at, at, at most of our schools, um, so it's a challenge, but it's a it is a welcome challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, um, you know we we're in that juxtaposition of we can't say no to a developer or or someone who is acquiring land, um, but we certainly want to be on that front end and, and be involved. And and again, Murray County is a wonderful community because I think Eric has been at every single city. Um, development meeting as well as the county itself and and just trying to stay on top of that. And one thing, just so everybody knows, if you are a student at Woodard, if you're a student at Brown, if you are a student at Spring Hill Elementary School, we're not forgetting about you. So when, when we talk about new buildings and we talk about growth, we are just as dedicated in my office, and we said it again this morning in our staff meeting, we can never forget what already exists. Those kids in those buildings deserve everything that we're putting in a new building, and, and we have to figure out how do we take a building that's 30 or 40 or 50 years old, right? and how does it how does it continue to live and thrive with the modern world of education, technology, and all those types of things. So just, just a reminder that we talk daily about everybody. The new growth gets the – it's kind of the shiny apple everybody wants to talk about, but it is everywhere, and we're trying to make sure everybody gets what they need. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I've been here since 2020, and I've seen amazing things happening in this district. You know, um, the the growth, I mean, traffic, not, you got to either love it or hate it. I mean, it's just – it's here to stay. Um, it, it's just uh, – that's kind of a barometer when I am driving around town and realizing, okay, where did all these people come from? That's because we are growing and it's going to continue and we're going to meet that challenge. And we're very lucky to have somebody like Lisa Ventura as our superintendent at the, at the lead and Mr. Eric Perriman also, uh, you know, helping to make sure this growth is handled and talked about and, you know, Watch the board meetings. They're televised and online on YouTube. Um, I say televised, but they're actually just online. You can go back and watch them. They're they're very helpful to get an understanding of what's going on. You, you'll have a, a whole different um, outlook when you listen to the board meetings because you'll be educated to know what's going on. Yes. And social media, you know, I think we can all talk about the, the blessing and the curse that social media Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Um, but one of the blessings of social media is you can become an informed citizen sitting at home with your phone. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, please tune in to any of our meetings and, and pay attention to what's going on around you. But, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the traffic. I go with the vibrancy of the square because to see where the square oh, started, I mean, it is amazing. There's there's nothing you should want here in Murray County. When I, when I moved here in the early 90s, somebody I was working with said, you know what, you want to go in and with me some buy some of that property downtown? I went downtown, looked, I said, why would I buy anything here downtown? This place is a ghost town. And this was in the early 90s. Well, try going down there on first Fridays now. That place, the downtown 
square and the surrounding blocks around the square are just people everywhere. There's new businesses. There's you can growth. get all your Christmas shopping done right in that. You actually <laughs> right can in that now. area, which um, does support Murray County Schools. That's so, what I was just so about to say. That Murray is the plug because that helps us. There you <laughs> go. That's a great plug. I like that. And you know the whole idea of First Fridays and food trucks and and stuff like that. It's it is quite amazing, and that is a great barometer too, Lisa. To be look at the vibrancy of our downtown and how much it's came and grown. And it it is. I wish I would have bought that property back in the early nineties. <laughs> Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, because I probably would have been sitting really good right now if I had done that. Um, but let let's talk a little bit more about the summer projects. You touched base on you know the things that are being talked about. What should our our listening audience and our parents and our and our community members know about summer projects going on? Right now, this we are in the heat of the summer. Yeah, you know, this is when we get busy. Everybody Absolutely. went home Monday, and my folks fired up. So the, the first goal is to make sure that the buildings, when we get back in the fall, are clean, they're safe, that everything operates in them, and that we're good to go. The, the next thing we do are our major projects, which we're working on. We're still doing athletic work. If you've been to Mount Pleasant, um, the whole Mount Pleasant facility, if you've been to Cullioca and seen their fields, there's been quite a bit of work going on, and that's touched everywhere. So we're working through those things. We're trying to get our campuses in as good a shape as we can uh, and get those things going. But we have summer school. We're working through those things. We are uh, excited to be adding uh, Wi-Fi to some buses this summer, and our plan is to eventually have them on every bus. Uh, so that when kids are on the bus and they're rolling home, if they need to be looking at something or doing something for school or however, they can do that. Try to save that let me, data. Let me for ask all you something parents. about that Wi-Fi. Is that something that's driven off satellites or or how? It is. is it okay. is right now, and and this is really we're working with the federal government on being able to do this. Uh, we're starting with select buses to see how it works, and then we'll expand forward from there. This kind of goes along with the county's broadband plan, right? To make sure that kids can get access to free internet everywhere they can. I'm thinking those students that ride bus out in Hampshire and some of the outlying areas, and we're work, yeah, don't yeah. have. Have very good cell reception would probably love that idea of being able to be on that 30-minute bus ride and be able to use their phone. And, and that's kind of what we're, we're working through. We're, we're kind of working in Spring Hill and Columbia first to get our grip on how this actually works. Okay. But then we, we do have one bus that's going to be a rural bus. We're pushing that. So we're doing those things. We're redoing uh, gym floors this summer. We're doing lots of work in our buildings. We have HVAC projects in three buildings. Cool. Uh, where we're completely redoing oh, things. Yeah, it, it'll be hot <laughs> yeah. this summer. Um, but I will say this morning, we, we finalized gym floors for five schools, Hampshire, Cox, Cullioca, Mount Pleasant High School, and I'm missing someone. There's one more that we're doing five completely new gym floors for this year. Much needed. And we were, uh, it was a grow, a bunch of grown men around a screen going, oh, man, look at that. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, so we're trying to do that and make sure that our kids You can invite me to those up. grown men meetings about looking at cool stuff on screens anytime. We'll, we'll do that. We'll All do right. That. And there's also, I mean, you know, th- this is the time of year that they redo you know, uh, food service redoes cafeterias yeah. and, We're redoing and chillers Spring Hill High and School. coolers and, and different things. So there's a lot of things that to the naked eye you don't see. Mm-hmm. But when, when we say operations is rolling, operations is rolling. One last thing. When you walk in Spring Hill High School in the fall, your eyes are going to pop. And that's Uh-oh. the current facility. We've already started on kind of the remodel up there. 
So they're going to have a real cafeteria? Oh, they're going to have a different look when you walk through the front door. Nice. I promise you that. Currently, the cafeteria is like this open to the... Well, I can't build a wall, but we're going to... Okay, all we're, right. We're, we're going we're gonna to make it look different, for sure. Well, these are all promising things happening at Murray County Public Schools this summer. There's so much going on. So if you happen to see a lot of work going on at one of our schools, know that that's part of our operations department, um, making things better. You mentioned Mount Pleasant High School. Um, Miss Ventura asked me to go take some pictures of all the new work, and I walked around and went, wow, I've been here a hundred times, and I'm just now realizing that there's been a lot of work, a lot of new concrete, uh, a lot of new baseball fields. Only fencing down fencing. there, a few lighting. Yeah, in. just amazing all the athletic updates that have been taking place. Santa Fe's my other gym, I just remembered. That's it, yes. That's the other floor. Well, I'm being told we got to take a break, so we'll be back with the Big Yellow School Bus after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. I'm Mark Crafts. I'm a stage four cancer survivor, and I've been through quite a lot. And I'm here today because of breakthroughs and because of great care. Conquer cancer is so important to me. When you back conquer cancer, you are really helping researchers break through with an idea that may save lives. Help me accelerate cancer research. You can make a difference for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Visit conquer.org. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
Tennessee is one of the best places to fish in the country. From smallmouth bass to crappie, from largemouth bass to trout, you can't forget about musky, walleye, and catfish either. That's just a partial list. Our state holds several world record catches. Learn more about where to go and how to catch these fish in Tennessee by visiting tnwildlife.org. You can pick up your license online at gooutdoorstennessee.com. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 101.7 FM WKOM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Brought to you by Caledonian Financial. You know, I want to I want to say something real quick. I want to say teaching is a work of heart, okay? That was kind of a campaign theme that came out on Teacher Appreciation Week. Yes. And we had one business locally, one community partner that gave the entire month of May to say thank you with a 15% discount on all purchases, and that is Gateway Tire and Service Center. So if you're listening to this show on a Monday afternoon, you have one more day to go in and get some discounts and get the things taken care of. That's an amazing offer, and we had many, many community partners step forward and offer discounts and you know do things to to say thank you teachers and so i love that catchphrase teaching is a work of heart and i've mentioned numerous times on the show my daughter's a teacher in fact she was the call from east tennessee (laughs) that when you were on before she goes who was that lady um that was miss ventura um she became a fan of listening to the Big Yellow School Bus that day. She needs to come to Murray County and teach. I we Believe <laughs> me, I would love that. Um, you know, she's in Anderson County, which is north oh, yes. of, north of um, Knoxville, and she loves the job where she's at, and, and she's really good at it and very passionate about it. But her husband and her both graduated from the University of Tennessee and live in Knoxville, Yes, and he works for Kimberly Clark, and he's got a really good position. So... 
it had to be a package deal where they could both come back. And there is Kimberly Clark in Nashville. So if you're up in Nashville listening, you need to contact Brandon Brooks and tell him, come on down to Nashville and work for you here in, in this area so we can have our daughter back here in Columbia at Murray County Public Schools with a special request from Lisa Ventura. She said, come That's on down exactly and work for right. us. <laughs> a special so, invite. Yes, there you to go. To anyone listening with a teaching degree. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we're going to be... Um, in the situation with transportation again, all year was a struggle, and I talked to Garth Pinkston and, and Eric Perriman about needing bus drivers, and then, of course, we needed Absolutely. teachers. The staffing shortages in every area yeah. um, have been alarming and, and crippling in some ways, um, and and I will say this, after after a long, hard year, I do hope that uh, our, some of our staff, some of our staff have to work year-round, most of our staff works year-round, but uh, our school-level staff, I do hope that they're enjoying summer, and, and hopefully we can get prepared um, and recruit and, and retain uh, at a better rate than we have in the past. Um, and that's, again, that's a national shortage of uh, employees. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've we've seen that um, in just about every industry. You can't drive by Burger King without seeing a $5,000 signing bonus or, oh my gosh, uh, yes. you know, go into Lowe's and they have, you know, new new employee uh, hiring rates and, and different things, hourly wages and whatever. But um, hopefully we'll get back to normal. Hopefully we'll start recruiting and retaining better. Um, and hopefully we can uh, keep morale high and, and make Murray County the place to be. That's the I, goal. I think that's a great goal. I think, um, you know, with the eye on the tiger, which is meaning we just got to be ready to hire people. Um, I'm excited. Um, Eric had asked some people to help out with buses, and I'm in the transition right now of getting my CDL to be able to help out with bus driving. So not only would be, and I've said this a few times on the Big Yellow School Bus, because not only would have the radio show, but actually have the big bus. So, <laughs> And I seen Eric one day driving the Big Yellow School Bus, and I said, man, that looks so cool. So I'm going to try it and see if I can get approved and everything. But we we really need to be letting people know that there's a lot of opportunity at Murray County Public Schools. With the growth that's coming to our county, there's lots of great jobs available, folks. Absolutely. Uh, clerks, bookkeepers, uh, educational assistants, uh, of course, if you are a licensed teacher, uh, bus drivers, uh, maintenance uh, Food service, uh, every single department has seen, unfortunately, a decline in staffing. I don't know of any department that was 100% staffed. Right. Uh, technology specialists, um, you know, so please go to our job board. That's at murrayk12.org. Um, you know, we are co- consistently posting jobs. Um, and, you know, I think I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, talking about my new position, one of the things that uh, was in process before I got here um, – but uh, we had to bring full circle was the salary study. We had an outside company that came in that um, really moved us close to market value or at market value for most of our employees. Um, And hopefully that will make a world of difference in such a competitive world. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine who was a teacher in Murray County. He left and went to another county, and he's coming back, and he's all excited because right. you got the you got more money for the teachers and everything. Absolutely, every and, single employee. And his heart was really in Murray County, but he went somewhere to get maybe a little bit more money, and now he's coming back. So. That is wonderful news, and that's what I wanted to hear because that's that's exactly there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears put into that uh, salary study because it is it is uh, completely different from someone who again. Uh, 
you know, my, my whole professional career, if you will, has been in education. And it totally turns on its ear the way we pay our professional staff. Um, so at every level, from food service, every single employee was looked at, every single job description, every single salary. All right. Well, I'm getting the signal that we're almost out of time. So I need to transition to shout outs. Thank you so much, Lisa. And th- these are so important things, but let's go ahead since we only have a few minutes left and get our shout outs in before the sure, show. Sure. I just, I, I want to give a shout out. It's a, it's a big blast to every single Murray County uh, public school employee uh, who, whether, whether they knew that they were lifting me up or not, whether they knew me personally and supported me or not. Um, I do feel the love. I feel the appreciation and really truly feel I am being lifted up by a county of professionals. And, and I do hope that they have a chance to to relax and rewind and unwind uh, and come back stronger in August. Thank you, Lisa. Eric? I will echo that with everybody. I will say this. This has been a challenging year. We're still coming off of a pandemic. We've had our shortages. We've really worked people hard this year. I have 400 people on my side. They're cranking up, really working hard. I appreciate every day what they do. I do want to say this, and I say this in all sincerity, Our school board and this commission this year have listened to us. They have funded this raise for for our employees. They are funding things for our children that have not been funded in the past. And they have been very diligent about working on this growth issue and making sure that these schools are set up to be leaders in this growth rather than just tailing behind it. And that's an effort. It's been a lot of conversation. We've had a lot of hand hand wringing. We've had a lot of back and forth that that at times looked – not so pleasant, but in the end, everyone's goal are these students, this community, and it shows off in, in every action they've taken this year. Excellent, excellent. And Mike? Yeah, I want to, uh, especially in the lights of, of what has happened in the last week or so, in this last week, I want to give a shout out to our SROs who do a fantastic Amazing job. job. Uh, and they do it very subtly. Uh, you know, I, I got to work as a, as a high school teacher, got to work with a couple of them. Uh, I'd be standing in the hallway near the door or something like that. And people start coming in they come and they very you know, quickly ease towards the door, reach out, shake a hand with a smile and greet them. But I came back and I said, oh, everything all right. And he goes, yeah, I checked him out while I was, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> you know, so, you know, they, they do so many little things that people don't notice and they head off so many big issues. If they didn't, you know, if they weren't so good at their jobs and, and stuff like that, uh, we would have a lot more problems than we do. And, and so shout out to those guys. They do a fantastic job, and they'll be one of the first ones. You know, they're the secret service of our school, Absolutely. and uh, they know what that means. Mike, that's a great shout out. And, and they are so much loved by the students, too. My granddaughter told me how much she loves her officer at her school. So it's, it's a, they're an important part of the educational process at the schools, not just the teachers. But that's my shout out would be, hold on real quick. My shout out would be to Eddie Collier, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Thank you for all you do to help support education in the community. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. 
hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.